listening to Magic from Wherever I'm At with your host, the magician, time traveler, and charmer, D'Artagnan. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I am D'Artagnan, and today I'm going to start off with a story from many years ago, before I was even doing street magic. Some of you who may know me personally may know that I was the head of security for not quite five years at a very large nightclub, a very large dance club. And the stories I'm going to tell in a second of which there are two, also has a direct impact on this podcast, why I do this podcast the way I do, and why I'm doing it at all, basically. So I'll start off with the stories. So I was hired to be a bouncer at this nightclub. And most of the bouncers working there when I started had come from another nightclub, and all knew each other. And so I was the outsider. I didn't know any of them when I started there. I didn't know any of the staff, actually. The only person I knew was the person who hired me, which was the majority owner. (coughs) Now, the first several months at that nightclub, for reasons I won't even get into, were extremely tumultuous, where we were sort of laying new ground rules as a security team for how the patrons were to conduct themselves because previous ownership and the previous business in that space had been very lax. And so when we were setting the tone for how things were going to be conducted going forward, the first several months of that first summer I started working there involved a significant number of fistfights, basically on a nightly basis for several months. And we were only open Friday and Saturday. We were, myself and the security team, were involved in many, many physical altercations. And as a result, we bonded, me being the outsider and them sort of all knowing each other already, I bonded into that group very fast. Because you're, you know, in these very stressful situations, it really bonds you uh, together as like a brotherhood, right? Now, after that short period was sort of winding down at a dinner I found myself at with another security uh, person I worked with, another bouncer I worked with, and the majority owner. The majority owner asked me to comment on the current head of security. And amongst all of us security guards at the time, none of us respected the current head of security. Because of all these physical altercations that were occurring, he was a part of exactly zero of those altercations. And so when the majority owner asked me directly what I thought of this guy, being someone who's direct, I told him that I thought the guy, A, was ornamental, much like you'd have on the front of a car, right? He was basically just a figurehead because he didn't do any of the actual heavy lifting and wasn't involved in any of this like blood, sweat, and tears of like cleaning this establishment up. 
And very soon after that conversation, I found myself being promoted to head of security and this gentleman being demoted. Okay. So now I'm head of security. I was actually co-head of security for a while with another uh, guy, a good friend of mine. He remains a good friend of mine to this day. And later on, a couple months later, this same guy who got demoted found out through one of the bartenders that virtually nobody he worked with, and there was probably, you know, I don't know, 40 or 50 staff at that bar. Um, nobody respected him. Someone had told him that, sort of on the sly. And so he confronted some of the security officers, not me right away, but some of the others, to ask if that were true. And those guys had probably decided not to get into it and so told him, like, no, that's not true. Who said that? Like, yeah, that's not true. And just sort of sugarcoated it and protected this guy's ego. So then he asked my co-head of security on one given night, where I happened to be standing not too far away doing something else, and my co-head of security, having a much longer relationship with this person too, of course, said, well, if you want the real answer, he said, ah, basically, I don't want to get into it, but if you want the real answer, you ask him. And so <clears throat> he asked me, and I told him directly that he was basically not respected at all. In fact, he was probably the most hated person working there. And then he was very taken aback by that, that it was true, I guess sort of confirmed his worst fears. And then he asked me why I thought that. And so I just told it to him straight. I said, look, of all the people I've worked with here and all these people, which are all new to me or were new to me months ago, you're the biggest phony I've come across. And I just said it just like that. And he said, boy, you're a real asshole. And I said to him, look, do you want the real answer or not? And that's where the conversation stopped. Because he just kind of shrugged and was kind of like, yeah, I guess I asked for it, right? So later that night, when there was nobody around and we were at the end of the night, all the patrons had filed out, and it was just him and I in the basement. None of the staff were even around. He came up to me and he thanked me for telling him the truth, for laying it so bluntly and so boldly that there could be no misunderstanding about what I, what I meant basically. And he thanked me and our relationship going forward from that. I mean, we were never really close or anything, but our relationship going forward from that was very positive. And every time he, you know, subsequently. I hope you've enjoyed this teaser of magic from wherever I'm at to listen to this entire episode and the entire series of more than 150 other episodes. Go over to magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast that's magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast tired of being a trickster are you not